Well, hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's topic is this, episode 7B, the restart of Inequality is Good. So I am fired up today, super, super fired up, because today is the first day I'm actually going to be able to add some more value and add a resource to this podcast. So basically, I've put together a top 10 book list that is organic and competitive. And what that means basically is that it's not static, that if I read a new book, that I will place it on the book list, but it must sort of knock out one of the other top 10 books for me. And this is a tool that I have found really makes me really think about what I'm reading when I'm reading it and to compare if it's got more value than these other books that I have in my top 10 list. Now, this is not your list, this is my list. And I am a unique individual, so my sort of blind spots are much different than everyone else's blind spots. But the cool part about this process is is that your job is to find your blind spots, and the only way to do that is to explore. And so I'm providing this book list as a way for people to pick a book. I don't care which one it is, just pick one and read it, and that will hopefully send you off in a direction that you pick the next book that you read. Some of these books reference other books, uh, and then you know you start to create a top 10 list of yourself. I don't care if any of my books never make your list, and this is a productivity list. This is, a, this is the clear the field productivity list where some of the tools and mindset skill sets and uh, comments on the environment, uh, your environment in terms of for production are in there. So I'm super excited because I spent most of the day today sort of setting up um, the, the, the initial page, which is the opt-in page and then sort of the, the download. I'm not super technically savvy. Uh, so for some of you, you probably could have done this in five minutes, but I actually set it all up and it actually works and it allows you to communicate with me by opting in with your email. And then that lets me know that, uh, you want the list and then you get it. And then I'm like, okay, someone has gotten value and wants the book list. Now I don't ever sell my email lists to anyone else. They're totally private. Um, I don't, uh, I don't provide them to anyone else. They're the sole property of Clear the Field. They will always be the property of Clear the Field. And uh, it is a way for me then start to start communicating with you if things pop up uh, with regards to changes in the podcast, changes in the Clear the Field process. But I am super, super fired up. So there'll be a link below um, that will you can always get the top 10 book list that will be in the notes of the show notes or the, the podcast notes. And, uh, and if you so choose, you want the list, just go ahead and enter your email opt-in and boom, you'll be able to download it. Now, I probably will reference all 10 of these books over the course of the podcast, but you won't have to be Sherlock Holmes and a detective to listen to all the podcasts to find them. Because, But I will reference them. And if I ever have a book that's going to knock one of them out, I'll probably have a podcast on it as to why. But I'm super fired up because it is just another value add and it's another step in the process of this podcast. Uh, and so I have created the list. It is now ready to be downloaded, and there is a link below to where you can opt in, uh, provide your email, and the, you will have an option to download the list. So I am super fired up because it is um, a way for people to communicate with me that they're getting value and they want more from me, more information. And that is just really cool because I the way that Anchor works is it, it sends the podcast out to a bunch of different platforms, and I'm unable to see comments if there are any I don't even know if you can leave comments. So there's no way for me to get any feedback. So sometimes I feel like I'm sort of talking, just talking into the universe. Um, and uh, I know that's not true because I know that people are listening. But 
that's an actual affirmative feedback uh, part. So I'm really interested to see, you know, what you think about it. Um, and just, you know, like I said, just opt in below. So, and how does that relate to our reframe, um, of, today's episode. So the reset, we talked about why inequality is good. We talked about the Pareto principle. We talked about how um, there are actions that you can take that can have an exponential return. Um, but these actions and mindsets, skill sets, environment, you know, environments that you create for yourself are not obvious. In fact, they're totally counterintuitive. And effectively, it's kind of like sports betting for me. If you want to do sports betting, just ask me who I think is going to win a game and then you bet the opposite and you will win 80 to 90% of the time. I am the worst sports better in the history of the time. I'm like the the opposite of what you want unless you do the opposite of what I tell you to do and then you'll win a bunch of money. So uh, I don't do sports gambling for that reason. I don't really gamble anymore. But when I was gambling, I never picked games because I was so unbelievably bad at it that it didn't really uh, ever have a I didn't get any positive feedback from it at all so um, so anyway so but the, the purpose basically is is that I kind of went off a tangent of sports betting I kind of went off in the, the middle of nowhere but um, it's I don't even remember how I got here how did I get to sports betting so, but the, the purpose of the book list and in terms of these, you know, the Pareto efficiency, you know, some of these you know, exponential returns on things is that, you know, it's an, it's a, uh, oh, it's counterintuitive. Yeah. Like me in sports betting. Okay. Um, I'm a little tired because I've been in the weeds all day in the, my computer and my brain is about to pop out of my head. Um, but again, I'm super fired up. I got it to work because that's a, that's a win. That's a huge win for me personally to be able to do something like that because I'm like a Luddite when it comes to technology. Um, and so for the uh, for the reframe of, of the Pareto efficiency is that or the Pareto principle is that um, you know you've got to explore to find those actions that work and then you need to test them in the marketplace, test them in your relationships, test them in your creative projects, and then track the results. And you will stumble across these dominoes that can knock down bigger dominoes. You know these small hinges that open big doors. And you know you don't they don't the uni- the the universe doesn't just reveal them to you on the first blush, you know, um, somebody once told me that a rule for improv, which I've, I've never done, um, is that like, if you have your first thought to kind of throw out your first thought or the first joke and go deeper, I think about it a lot when I'm writing because I write a bunch of crap in the beginning, but it's a, it's a starting point, you know, and you can't improve upon nothing. So when you go on this process, you go on this journey, if you track what you're doing, then you can improve upon and course correct versus just kind of like throwing darts out there and hoping you hit something. So this book list basically was, I read, I have read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. I've listened to them. I, I mean, part of my legal job is, is for 15 years, I drove around, I drove around, you know, um, three to four hours a day driving from court to court to court, uh, you know, for a decade at least. And that was a lot of time to listen to books. And so I have listened to a bajillion, is that a word? A bajillion books. And I have boiled those books down, you know, to these books that have all changed my life. But I had to read hundreds of books to find these books. So, you know, and these books are not going to apply to you. They're just a starting point. Maybe one of them, you might be like, oh, this book is awesome because it's like a universal idea, like the compound effect. Like that's a that's an actual tactic slash strategy that's kind of universal. But you may already know that. And you may not need that book. But I needed that book. Uh, you know, I'm a farm boy from North Dakota where it took me a hundred years to even figure out that, you know, you pay people for coaching, like that you can pay for things to learn, that you can learn new skills and that you don't have to be a farm boy from North Dakota forever. It took me a long time to accept that fact. And 
part of the part of the reframe is is that there are leverageable things out there for you, but you have to go find them. You have to track what you're doing and then course correct. And when you come across one, like when you come across a nugget in one of those books that just like is a lightning bolt from above that rocks your whole world, it's not it's not like an accident. It's you have to chip away and chip away and chip away and read and read and read and read and you're slowly moving towards it and then boom, nature gives it to you. And, you know, Thomas Edison had to try 10,000 times to get the light bulb to work, right? Well, it was inevitable that nature would give up her secrets to him because he just kept chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And, you know, there is no invention that changes the world. There is no invention that changes the country. There is no, there is no concept that changes your world without chipping away at it and discovering it. And the only way to discover it is to go on a journey. And so these books... You know, if you don't, if you haven't already started your journey, then um, pick one of these books, read it, you know, pick one of the shorter ones, right? Like Tribes is pretty short, Uh, but pick whichever one appeals to you, whichever the unit jumps out at you. And, you know, the universe is telling you to read that one. And you may say to me, well, Wade, I have read tons of productivity books. I was like, all right, well, do you have an organic and competitive top 10 list? Because if you don't, then you haven't done an assessment of which of these books are more relevant to you, and you just sort of are a jack-of-all-trades with a lot of knowledge that you can pull out at cocktail parties, but you're not actually moving your life forward uh, fast, as fast as you could, I should say, because you're not focusing your efforts and your brain power on figuring out what the hell is your problem and what is your blind spots, because you have them, because we all do, because we're human beings. One of the parts of the human condition is that we're too limited, we, we can't possibly know everything. We can't interpret everything around us. The Everything is too complicated. Our upbringing and our education is too limited to tackle everything, and there are things we miss, like the day that you spo- are supposed to learn about Pareto principle or whatever you were sleeping or hung over that day. You never heard, you know, learned about it, even though you have an economics major. So, um, which is my case, because I, I actually have an economics degree from the University of Arizona. I have a, a dual degree and Bachelor of Arts Uh, in economics and political science. Um, Since they were in two different schools, I couldn't do a Bachelor of Science. Uh, So I am a a, a artist economics professor. I'm an econ artist, whatever. Um, But I didn't know about the Pareto Principle for a bajillion, you know, another, there's a word again, bajillion, for 20 years. And then I discovered it, and it kind of bummed me out, and then I got really excited about it because I was like, wait, you're telling me that if I can identify certain actions that will give me exponential returns in what I do and that my production is not based on my time? Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, God, Yahweh, Zeus, whoever you think invented the universe um, for doing that, because then we're not slaves to time. We go into event mode and not time mode, whereas like we complete events and those events give us results. And if you do better events, you get better results versus just a one-to-one time to result ratio. And so that should fire you up. If that doesn't fire you up, I, I, I have done a bad job of explaining it. Um, but the reframe is, is that you have to go on a journey for you to find those things that are particular to your, the sandbox that you're in, um, to the universe that you're trying to, to dent, um, you know, because the skills that you need to dent the land of being a stand-up comedian, if that's what you're trying to do is much different than the world that you're trying to do if you're trying to be a venture capitalist. But the cool thing about it is that the process is exactly the same is that it's a process of exploration and discovery. And when you come at things from that angle, then the day in grind in and out actually becomes a lot more palatable and a lot more fun. Because it kind of stops being a grind because you kind of accept 
that's part of the process and you can enjoy part of the process because you know that you're doing it in a way that gets you closer to what you want. So, you know, it's kind of a, a is it inauspicious? Does inauspicious mean that that's good? It's like the word dearth. Yeah, I always go to my wife and, and I say, does dearth mean a lot or a little? And I had literally asked her that question like 500 times. And now that I know it, it means a little because I remember because I've asked her so many times. But if it's an auspicious beginning, I think that means that it's the portends a good journey. But if it's an inauspicious beginning, that's a bad journey. Whatever. It's, it's you know, you, whatever. Just whichever one is like, look it up and then, you know, just take me that I know I'm trying to do the one that's the, the correct one. But you know, when you're, when you're going forward and you're moving, I'm a little loopy today because of this, this, this technical victory that I had. I seriously, if I was drinking beer right now, I'd probably go drink 20 beers right now in celebration and, you know, take my shirt and swing it around my head. That's how fired up I am. Um, because I have a organic and competitive book list that I've spent my life creating that I can share with other people to start their journey and give them a tool. And all you have to do is, is, is opt in with your email and be like, yes, wait, I would like you to email me this, email me this, or, uh, I'd like to have access to this. So, um, you know, the reframe on the Pareto principle is, is that it has to, you have to look at it as one, you have to accept you have blind spots Two, you have to accept that those blind spots can be filled three, those blind spots are filled by a focused journey of learning and you must commit to educating yourself. And it's just a commitment of time. It's not money. I mean, like a Kindle book now costs like you can have any, almost any book in the world for sure. All the classics on your book, on your Kindle for free, on your, on your phone for free. Like if you want to download Plato's Poetics, you can get it for free. If you want to download anything by Aristotle, you can get it all for free. If you want to download any of Shakespeare's books, you can get it for free or any other artist. If you don't want to be Western centric or anyone else that you think of in some other culture that is, that is just as awesome. If you want to do the Dowdy Chang, you can do that. If you want to do, um, you know, you, you want to do the Bhagavad Gita, uh, I can never say that word, the Bhagavad Gita, you can do that too. Um, and you know, that's the best thing about it. And so what I want you to know is that today is the reframe. It's my daughter uh, asking for my presence, if you can hear her. So I'm going to go say hi to her. And that concludes episode 7B, the reframe for inequality is good. And remember, there is no end if you stay in the path.